0: Welcome to Vinyl Ventures with John and Jay. Uh, we've got our special guest, long-awaited guest, Doug Bowerly, uh, with us today, and we're here to talk. Yeah, well, we're here to talk all things vinyl. So, Doug, thanks for having us. Thanks for letting us uh, invade your space for a thanks little. Thanks for bit. having me. We're here at uh, his store on Thirty-Eighth Street, Karma, and uh, and High School Road. And High School <laughs> Road, yeah. So come on down. (laughs) Thirty-eight oh two. Come on down and spend some money. Um, But this has been uh, long in the planning. Uh, We we have somehow this on this last day of 2019 been able to manage to make all three schedules hook up. So thanks for having us. Thanks for uh, everything. And uh, that's it.
1: Ringing out the decade.
0: Woo! See you guys later. (laughs) That's good. Nice job. Nice nice being here. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> let's uh, let's first start talking about record stores, since we're in a record store. And uh, luckily, Karma has still been around. Uh, when did Karma start?
2: The first one opened April 2nd, 1950. 19... I mean, no, I'm sorry, 1970. Next year will be 50 years.
1: 1970 so. was the first Karma. Wow, that's a in long time. Broad Ripple time.
2: Avenue, which is now... Oh, it was in Broad Ripple? Yeah, it's, wow. Um, Union Jack is what oh, really? the original Karma is or was. No kidding!
0: Really? I never heard that. Mm-hmm.
2: How long was that there? I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Already stumped him. Yeah, there well, are photos on our Facebook page from a month back of like the interior of the original Karma.
0: Really? Did they sell at the time? It would have just been records, right? Yeah, records yeah, and yeah, eight it was tracks. Mostly
2: records, but it was, it was head shop too, and yeah, hippie stuff. That hey. It's a beautiful thing.
1: kind of always been karma's thing. I mean, it's always been records, head shop, and other things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sundry items. (laughs) Incense. Yeah. (laughs) you smell it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do.
1: Yeah, karma's always... I love the smell when you walk into karma. You knew you were in a record store. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like being in a, like, 72 Firebird.
0: (laughs) 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 Well, um... We have come to know you through the record shows, and obviously, you and I have some friends in common. Um, what led you to to here? What led you to, to managing this store? And um, you know, give us the give us the bio, the resume slash bio.
2: You don't have to go on. Ba- basically, <laughs> the love of music. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it's something I've always been into. Starting, you know, when I was a kid listen to the to kiss collecting kiss records and good thing to listen to yes and I still collect kiss records but just the love of music and you is there anything else I could say about that no it's not just, really I, I enjoy what I do yeah and so why I've been here for how long did long you get hooked up with karma uh through a friend of mine named Bob Fouts oh he was the manager at the store at the time, and I was needing a job. And it's like, hey, come to Karma, I'll hire you. And that was a long time ago. <laughs> so Jay
1: and I both worked in record stores when we were younger. Did you? You worked at Karma, didn't you?
2: No,
0: no, no. I worked at um, Musicland slash Sam Goody. Oh, okay. I worked in Greenwood. I worked at the downtown Circle Center store, and I worked in Muncie when I was at Ball State.
1: When I was in school in Evansville, I worked at the Record Bar, which is... Nobody knows about Record Bar. It's a Southern... Mm -hmm. I think they were based out of Raleigh-Durham. So we had a lot of Raleigh-Durham artists that, you know, you don't see anywhere else. So when R.E.M. was coming up, that's when I worked at the Record Bar.
2: Did they ever come into the store? No.
1: Back then, there just weren't many... Bands weren't doing that many concert stops, especially okay. not Evansville. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, true. Well, before we here, I worked at, at, at Barry's Music.
0: Oh, did you really?
2: Probably five or six years. Where ever on the east side. Okay. Yeah. Right I next to where the the now-defunct Arlington Theater of its music was. Oh, yeah.
1: okay. Cool. I think I may have done a commercial for Barry's way back when, when I was at Comcast.
0: No
2: kidding. Huh. huh.
0: That's uh, that's. I do
2: remember some Barry's Music, like one or two Barry's Music yeah. commercials. Yeah. Huh? So, That's crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah uh, the big, re- I mean, Karma was loomed large. I grew up on the south side. Obviously, the Karma down there loomed large for me. That was like really the only record store I can think of when I was growing up. Yeah. Other than the, like the national chains. And the Greenwood Mall had three record stores when I was a kid.
2: I would always go to the Greenwood Karma and the Post Road Karma yeah I guess that's also too what made me think man that would be awesome to work in a record store and well I started it and I never left and here I am (laughs) years later but yeah the Greenwood Karma was that's the one story that always kept selling records through the right. 90s when no one else Oh was. yeah. Right. You know. So they
0: they had the selection. They they definitely had some interesting a lot of the metal, characters lot of working punk there. Like the and the punk.
1: the tall red red-headed Gary. guy. Yeah. Gary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him really well cuz I used to go in there
0: all Gary the time. Gary and Mike and yeah. Steve and
2: yeah. Dan Ferguson. Metal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was uh it was a cool place and I I met Megadeth there. Really? They did an in store there and I and I was, you know, 13 i can't remember i can't remember which record it was but i i took my drum head in there and have them all signed so what era was this uh gar samuelson was oh a drummer. wow very cool. so early yeah earlier uh I, well let me finish the story okay. so i i went dave mustaine dave ellison whoever was playing uh guitar chris poland chris Polan, i think and then I get to Gar, and I hand him the, the drumhead to sign. He's all pissed off because he's the drummer, and I just had the other guy sign my drumhead. Oh. Drum head. oh. <laughs> so he was a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sucks. He didn't like that somebody else signed the drum Yeah, head.
0: yeah. Isn't that, uh, isn't that interesting? Bands. I also, uh, not at That Karma, but right next door at IRC, I met Rudy Sarzo and Tommy Aldridge. Oh. So we had a few in stores growing up. But There's
2: been several in stores here, well, not at this particular store. I think the biggest one we've had here was Pantera in like two thousand Wow. The line was all the way down 38th street Phil Wow. Was, Phil was wasted. yeah, It was in the height of his heroin days. Just, <laughs> how long
0: How long did they like sign and stay? Did everybody get through?
2: uh yeah, they were here for i I, I would guess a couple hours, and then they after that they were they went shopping. <laughs> for the longest time, we had it hanging in the back room, but then the store caught fire back in those 06. And I have no idea what happened to the, to the receipt, but it was like a grocery list of things that they bought, everything from pipes to... I do remember there was a Christina Aguilera CD on there. <laughs> That's grateful, funny. Grateful Dead CDs. They bought their own music. It was, it was quite That's
1: interesting. A, you yeah. can tell a lot by what somebody buys. That's funny, Christina yeah. Agu- Aguilera. Aguilera, You never know what somebody's into.
0: Well... Yeah. Especially not when they're, you know, high as a Georgia Pine on yeah, God yeah. knows what. Well um I have another
2: story about Phil out another time when it's more I mean, th- we're talking music, we're talking yeah. vinyl, so Well, yeah, we let's... can talk about
0: Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. There was a
2: show we can cuss on this, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um they played the Vogue, it was super joint ritual. This was probably 04, oh four. And Hank Three was
0: in the band too, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Williams, and that was third. back when... Oh, really?
2: Yeah. We got a free ticket standing show at the yeah. middle the patio, rest in peace. Oh, yeah, the patio. And, uh, so I went, super drunk rituals. I'm not much of a fan, but I was like, God, it's a free show. Yeah. Might as well. It was just a horrible show. Phil was, again, wasted. Surprise. <laughs> and I remember them <laughs> and Phil on from the stage saying, this is our last song with this... You know, this, 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 this um,
0: badass grub, gruffly his voice. voice yeah. and, his yeah.
2: <laughs> and he's like, This our last song and so I, when I heard that, I was like, Alright, that's time to go to the alley cat. Beat the crowd. So I'm going through the crowd. By the time we get through the crowd and down the alley, the song's over and Phil's coming out onto the bus and I see Phil and was like Hey Phil, I wanna thank you for the worst fucking show I've ever seen in my life. And I shook his hand hands like Oh man, cool man. Glad you liked it, you know, and just, <laughs> Got on the bus, and I went on my way. Went on the alley cat, and was, <laughs> he had no clue. He had no clue. He had no clue. It was such an awful show. Anyway.
0: Just because he was totally out of it. Yeah. Well, at least he got to sing, I mean, see he, Hank Williams the Third play yeah, bass. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Hank Three, a good shows at the Vogue. Hank Three. Oh, yeah. The Patio. The Patio. Oh, the yeah. patio. oh yeah. there's, there's so many. The last
0: show that my band played was at the Patio. We opened for Chris Schaefer's band. Yeah, hmm. It was, like, in 2004. Yeah,
2: because yeah, I think it closed around. Over it, the world, not right? long
0: after so, that, yeah. I think it was late spring when it did. But that was a great place to see a show. I saw Zach Wilde
2: play his book. There's of Shadows so many, show there. so many bands. Yeah,
1: hmm. legendary bands have played there, yeah. and so many bands I have on vinyl.
2: Right. Saw so the Melvins there, and jell o was. Oh he played God. Played on stage for two songs. Oh wow. Oh, man. And he only did like two shows on that tour because he was friends with whoever was owner of. Uh, Missing Link at the time. Oh, okay. So he was at Missing Link all day, hanging out, and then and he was he in town two and get up songs? on stage and huh. did two songs with uh with Melvins. With uh, with Melvins. Huh. Just, that's super I think he cool. did that one they did like in Chicago. That was the, no other dates. On that's the show. crazy. So well, I'd we could talk it.
0: about legendary shows could, all the damn day. But here we're, we're here to talk I about mean, and that's records. music related. Yeah, it is. But the you know what brought i was telling you a little about what brought john and i together and you know going out and buying records um did you ever stop collecting vinyl i mean it, I, and just it, move I, on to cds
2: i heard you mention earlier i did yeah. go on to cds but i did buy records but it was mostly kiss or kiss kiss associated acts mm-hmm. you know fraley's comic yes yeah. yeah. invasion. Yeah. But there in the probably early to mid '90s, I keep kicking that. That's okay. Early to mid '90s, it was just mostly just CDs. Yeah. yeah. You know, and but I I never stopped looking at records. If when I worked at the Emerson, if a band came through town, I would if they all I had was a record, I would I would pick up the record, right? You know, and certainly oh. support them in that way.
0: One thing that kind of popped in my head yesterday when I was thinking about talking to you was you. So you would have been here in that. Changeover mm-hmm. from CDs back into this new vinyl yeah. golden age. What was that like? I mean, how did you guys uh get your your inventory and and you know what I mean? Because it's not like one day you're like, okay, we're gonna sell records again. That it seems well, we like it a gradual people, thing.
2: Yeah, it started people asking, "You guys, you guys carry vinyl?" And it's like, no, but we 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 entertained the idea and decided, you know, let's do like a bulk order of. Things we think would sell, and then start buying and used. And I think I probably sold some of my stuff just so we can have a start with mm-hmm. the yeah. selection. It was from just like one of these bins initially, and then as you see, it's just
0: half the it's store
2: expanded yeah. to half the store. And we kind of regret having um, cut the store in half back in, I like, think, oh yeah. eight, due to you know sales just declining, and then all of a sudden. Within a year after cutting the store in half, everyone wants records again. I'm like, well, we don't have all that space anymore. Yeah. So. Oh, wait a
0: minute. You guys got rid of half the space?
2: Yeah. It used to be twice the size. Like the, it was the size of the post-road store at one time. Really? But sales started declining. So we're like, well, do we, do we close that shop or do we cut the store in half, huh. reduce the rent, and stay in business? So we chose the latter. I'm glad we did. Yeah. But yeah, we would have even more vinyl if, uh, if it had we had not done that. But That's yeah, insane. This used to be twice the size as wow. it is now. So. I'm That's sure,
0: amazing. I'm sure I was up here at that time, but
2: you know how it is. Things yeah. just kind of, yeah.
0: you know. It was probably
2: 08, so. something like that.
0: Well, I mean, it is pretty incredible. It it does seem like a long time ago. I keep getting all these Facebook memories because almost me and almost everybody I know like joined Facebook in oh eight, oh nine, 09. And, you know, here we are at the end of... 2019 at the end a of decade. that decade. A decade yeah. So it's it's basically been 10 years or more mm-hmm. of a vinyl boom. Yes. Uh, what kind of trends here at the end of this decade have you started to see as someone who works in this all the time? Trends? I mean, do you see that uh, has it reached that plateau or yeah, is it well, still going up or It's
2: still going up this Christmas. Was the biggest year for vinyl sales. I mean, it was wow. just nonstop. And since Christmas, I've, we've been seeing a lot of new faces come in.
1: That's good. That's what drives it.
2: Yeah. And buying records. I mean, I've seen a couple of people have been repeat customers since December twenty sixth. They huh. got a turntable for Christmas, and they've been coming in, buying records or rating the the budget records over the markdown records.
0: Isn't it incredible?
2: It's it's amazing, and it's it's about to take over. I mean, we still sell a lot of CDs in here. Yeah. Both here and the post road store, but vinyl, it, its its to a point now where it just—it's just taking over. Yeah. We want to report at the end of the day, like the week of Christmas, you know, like CDs and then vinyl. It was just—it's just insane. So I'm happy about it. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, great. It's, it's
1: such a process. I mean, it requires more activity than just listening to a CD. Like mm-hmm. a CD, you oh, don't yeah. really even—I mean, I take really good care of my records but cds i never really took great care of them Mm -hmm. and with a record you have to not get it scratched you have to flip it it's a whole process
0: yeah i uh i was always i know it's hard to believe ocd about my cds like even to the point where i bought some of those plastic things that you could put over the the face of them so the face of it wouldn't get scratched oh, wow. and I never picked <laughs> them OCD. up like yeah literally <laughs> and I never picked them up and got fingerprint on them or anything uh, so I'm I'm kind of OCD about records too but I was just talking gosh where was I oh I was just at Vinyl Rescue Project yesterday um, a buddy saw something that that guy posted that he wanted and I was going to go pick it up for him and they didn't have it but I was talking to him, and, you know, growing up, I listened to all my my parents' records. You know, my mom had all the original Beatles records and mm-hmm. everything that was popular in the 70s, all the way to Zappa. So I had quite a spectrum of music to listen to, but I, I tore the hell out of my mom's original Beatles records. And Do you now, have any of those still? Yeah, <laughs> I still have them, but they're scratched Yeah, that's, like,
2: that's like me with my Kiss records as a yeah. kid. I didn't take care of them. <clears throat> yeah. But they're sentimental to me. So I still have my beat up Kiss records. I've since replaced them with better copies, Mm -hmm. all the inserts and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just something I I don't want to get rid of because I've had them since I was five, six, seven, eight years old. Yeah. You know, so.
0: Well, before that last show, Wheels and I were just talking, what are you looking for? And, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I said, of course, original Elvis Costello, original Kiss stuff. But what I said was, Original Kiss records are so hard to find in good shape, and I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's for that reason that people got them and played the shit out of them, that and they the, were at an age yeah. where they didn't really appreciate yeah. taking care of them.
2: That or the people that have them, are Kiss nerds, like called myself. Yeah, we don't let, let go yeah. of them. We keep them, like kind of like with metal records or punk records. They are either trashed, or the people that have them are hardcore collectors, and they don't come off. Of yeah, them. they don't come you well. Know, when you do find them, they're, they're not cheap. I, at since that the resurgence and at that last the show demand. At that
0: last show, I bought uh, an expensive Kiss record. I bought What'd a white label promo, Kiss Alive 2, Japanese press.
2: that have the OBI on it?
0: No, no.
2: Very cool, though. You yeah. Said, wait, you said promo, okay. Yeah. So Japanese, it, it, though. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So, apparently, there's only like 150 of them out there. But uh, it sounds really good. <laughs> I, I didn't have Kiss Alive 2 on, on vinyl. Yeah. Well, so, I treated myself. That was my that was
2: my Christmas gift. And this is where the Crossroads Music Show yeah, at the Crossroads yeah, it, Music <laughs> the cross- Show okay. in next December. One, I believe it's April fifteenth, sixteenth. Yeah, whatever that Sunday falls. April. It's the next one. Yeah, so we'll be there. Next day. We'll, yeah. Next day. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll be there. Maybe we'll have cameras. Maybe we'll uh, maybe That'd shoot some cool. B roll and stuff there. That's so,
1: always a really good show.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's great. Very good show. Um, so.
1: Talk about your, I know it's hard to narrow, but your top 10 favorite records, Doug.
2: Oh. You know, I thought about questions you might ask me, as, and this is one of them that I thought maybe you know, my favorite album of all time. I, it's clearly, there's going to be Kiss records in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well,
1: see, the, or your 10 Desert
0: Island
2: albums. I, I, it does not
1: even have to be. I, I do want
0: to make a distinction, though because i think there is a huge difference between saying your your favorite albums and your favorite records you know what i mean because to me to me because i grew up with it and was a geek throughout it i don't know that there's anything that sounds better than original kiss vinyl
2: yeah
0: not well even the reissues sound That's even, been even care better of but i'm just saying that you know as far as a, as vinyl is concerned that list would be different than just music in general does that make any sense it does i think it's more of a, a different experience when you're listening to something on vinyl than it is on cd you know what i mean so
1: it it makes sense but still my my top 10 favorite it doesn't matter if they're on vinyl or cd really still yeah
0: i guess i'm just a dork I and so i like have i question. have multiple <laughs> lists <laughs> well it's
1: it's a way to not be backed in the corner right
0: that's true that's true. So Well,
2: clearly probably Kiss Alive. Mm-hmm. Um, Destroyer. Destroyer is the first Kiss record I ever heard. Yeah. I'm trying not to keep it all Kiss. Yeah. But, no. You know, five years old, I remember looking at that cover. I'm like, oh, That cover yeah. is what amazing. Is, yeah, What is this? Yeah. That and Queen News of the World, which wouldn't be in my top, but those are two covers I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at yeah, at yeah. Kid, oh, yeah. Little five, six-year-old kid. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Um,
0: Have you seen The Family Guy with the stewie and <laughs> the cover of that record yeah, which one the queen yeah i don't think i have oh uh, he freaks out because of the dude <laughs> on scares i mean it's like the <laughs> whole it's a through line through the whole episode mm-hmm. sorry
2: no, it's okay um let's see the surprise joe jackson looks sharp oh it's great oh I love yeah love that album one of my favorite albums ever yeah i just I, turned 40 years old last year every time
0: I, I see a joe jackson record i buy it I buy it. yeah some i mean i know
2: a lot of them are really good some yeah. i'm like meh yeah so,
0: he's just—he's just one of those like yeah. totally under the radar guys.
2: I just remember seeing his videos on MTV, like breaking us in two or something uh, like that. He has yeah. like, really oh, this good is videos. Kind of neat, you know. But then the older I got, I just—it wasn't until probably like 15 years ago, I got a used copy of that on CD. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is the original. Got the time the yeah. Anthrax cover. Yeah. And I listened to that immediately first, of course. Yeah. And went back and just listened to the CD, and I just caught myself continuing. Continually listening yeah. to it. It's become one of my favorite albums ever. So.
0: Oh, it's it's fantastic. I mean, it sounds great.
2: Yeah, I love it. Record, CD, whatever. I mean, I've, I own them both formats probably still. Wow. Yeah. Who else well, is in there? Uh, probably maybe Rain and Blood from Slayer.
0: Oh, that's a good one. You know? Did uh, you see I, any of the uh, final shows?
2: No, no. I, like Kiss, I checked out.
0: Yeah, years ago. Years
2: ago, you know. Yeah. I saw them... In '07, when Lombardo came back, mm-hmm. and they did Rain and Blood, it's just at that time I could just see it's like kind oh, of just kind of. And this is not the same now. as it was. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it all the way back to the South of Heaven tour with yeah. <clears throat> Overkill. And it's just like, I told myself then, I was like, "This is it. I'm done." Yeah. My last Slayer show, and I I stuck to it. Yeah. And then once Hanneman died, you know it's not the same. No Hanneman, <laughs> no Slayer. <you> know. <laughs> it was kind of like one of those asses that yeah. that would do that. But well, no, I didn't go to any of the I any of those think farewell chores. That's shows.
0: that's valid because I feel the same way about Kiss. I mean, I yeah, I, was, I
2: checked out after the first farewell. Well, I say the first farewell tour because there's a farewell tour, then the other tours. Yeah. And then it's through, was it end of the road or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. There. But once Ace and Peter left again, <coughs> I was I was gone. I was done.
0: Yeah, I was I was the same way. And I had some, uh, I saw Psycho Cir. I saw the first Psycho Circus show in Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium on Halloween night. Very cool. That was awesome. Uh, I saw Psycho Circus here at Market Square Arena in the front row. One of the last shows there. Yeah.
1: Um, And and the reunion
0: tour, I saw both shows. For the
1: Psycho Circus, were they still doing some of the older Kiss songs? Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: They played... What, they two, probably paid three, three, three songs, songs maybe yeah from
0: circus. the new record and honestly for a new kiss record even though it really wasn't kiss because right. ace and peter didn't really have much to do with it it was a pretty good record i mean not bad yeah but and i have a live they put out a live ep yeah and it was recorded <laughs> the in the european Indy. import version yeah. it was
2: some of the songs recorded at in market square. square i mean uh, some i think maybe Terra or evans yeah it was yeah. like five or six songs. Wow. Like an EP like a bonus disc on the import version only. So yeah. And the live three, was recorded on the Marcus Square Arena as yep. well. Yep. So, so it was one
0: of the stops, uh, Indy, Detroit. There was another. There was another city. It was pretty uh, heavy. Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah.
2: And then what's weird though, most of the CD I read in the interview, and we're getting off subject again, but <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> That's Kiss, what and happens. we could do a whole <laughs> podcast on Kiss, and I would be here for hours. But I read an interview with Bruce Kulick years back. And he said most of the CD is the Market Square Arena mm-hmm. show. Wow! But they put out a, a, d, a D or a VHS at that time yeah. called Kiss Confidential, which was like yeah. you know old clips, but then interspersed with you know New. newer shot footage from the Alive Three shows. Right. But It was only the the footage was only from Detroit and Cleveland. They didn't film in Indianapolis for some reason. Interesting. <laughs> but the, aud- the audio was d- overdubbed on the oh, on the okay. VHS, so it's like wait a minute. If that yeah. is in Indianapolis. That's what's on the CD and if Indianapolis is most of the CD, yeah. what's going on? So.
0: And for those playing at home, that's confidential with a K. Yes. He is well, just yes. in case you're <laughs> in yeah. case you're in case you're going in search and searching. <laughs> <laughs> Only a true dark would know that. Yes. Um, well, continue. Other favorite. Oh, um, so you're up
2: to Slayer. Probably straight Outta Compton.
0: That's a good one.
2: Yeah.
0: That's not that's one I would have one. expected you to say. I'm all over the place. I love indi. I love yeah. Indib- UA. It's. I'm all over the place, too, when it comes to what I listen to. I like a lot of, like, soul yeah. and Motown type okay. stuff.
1: I just don't know the catalogs that well. Yeah. So when I find something, it's really like... Yeah. Like, lately, I've been finding a bunch of really nice copies of Isaac Hayes records.
0: I love them. You can't go wrong, man. I mean, and there's so much out
2: there. I have a bunch of... Really nice condition, stolen phone crackers over there, hundreds of them. Here so at uh, Used Karma, thirty-eight hundred two North High School Road. <laughs> <laughs> two other locations too. <laughs> no, I, you know,
0: I keep seeing on a one of my vinyl groups on Facebook. I keep saying seeing uh, NWA records come up, and I I need to just. I mean, I have all their stuff on CD, but I need to mm. break into the vinyl. With that, I have some Ghetto Boys.
2: Oh, that first Ghetto Boys. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, Get Boys in general. I mean, it's yeah. good stuff. But yeah, that um,
1: straight out of Compton soundtrack
0: record is really. Oh, good. that's good too. Yeah, for sure.
2: There's other good classic hip hop. You know, all the early 2 Short stuff. None of which I I think I have. Life is on vinyl. I don't think yeah. anything else on vinyl. But Slick Rick. Yes. Uh, uh LL Cool J's early stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw. Uh, bigger and Deffer recently Mm. didn't buy it but fat boys oh stick (laughs) them
2: i used to be able to do that (laughs) stick them there you go yeah Yeah. can't do it anymore Where
0: john john's about 10 years older than us so he's looking at me like i'm absolutely insane (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: let me see if i can think of anything else i've got to include melbourne's in there probably bullhead and houdini my two favorite melbourne's albums yeah not familiar with the melbourne's or not but they're my top three bands yeah. ever.
0: What are? So KISS, Melvins. 70s era KISS especially,
2: yeah. but KISS, Melvins, and D.R.I. Okay. Dirty Rotten imbeciles Dirty Rotten imbeciles
1: I don't even know that. Good it, okay. punk.
0: It's good punk.
2: Hardcore, crossover yeah. punk, thrash. They were called Metalcore before Metalcore is what it's known as today. Like uh. whatever um, Whitechapel. and yeah, stuff like all that.
0: the genre pushers out there like to call things. But see, like in the bands. in the
2: in like eighty five, eighty six, they were like punk meets metal, meets hardcore. So they were considered a metalcore band before it became the 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 genre that huh. it's now called metalcore.
1: Yeah, in I, the mid eighties, I really got into the SoCal punk, okay. kind of the surf punk.
2: I, uh
0: I don't really have much punk.
2: I don't. I don't Not that I don't like punk. I've always been more right. metal. Yeah. You know. But the older I got, I did. You know. It
0: just seems like it's so hard to find good copies of like good metal records. Yeah. Like because as we mentioned from it's late seventies even through the nineties and to today. I mean, obviously yeah. everybody reissues stuff. Yeah, but yeah.
2: But as we mentioned before, they either got trashed or people, people are people hoarding that them. Collect that stuff. Are hardcore about it, and they they keep that stuff. So it's not easy. I so, always have a lot of good metal, though. Maybe you ever come to Crossroads music show. Oh, you do so. have a hell of a metal selection. That's what's your
1: sure. uh, What's your whale record that you've been looking for and you just can't find?
2: For myself, or to yeah. to sell and make a lot of money off of either for yourself. <laughs> uh, let's say for yourself. Well, hmm. I'm not to. You'll have to come back to me on that. I'll, I'll give that some thought. We'll maybe change talk about something else but I'm really I, I can't really think of
0: hmm
2: see that's maybe so the originals too yeah from Kiss
0: I didn't know there was an originals too it was,
2: yeah it was Japan only basically
0: so was there's it there's a guy the,
2: at the shows that have had has had that in the past but yeah both times he's had it I was too late someone else really? had already bought how it how much is that going for if it's all there you yeah. know It you know around 200 or so yeah so huh Give or take.
0: Okay. I I know of Kiss Originals. You used to be able, when nobody was buying vinyl, I could go to multiple places and find that. I I
2: bought a collection some years back, probably six years ago, five years ago. It's mostly all prog rock in it. And I get it home, and there's a copy of the Originals, pristine, white label promo copy of it. Wow. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Prog so, rock fan
0: not listening to Kiss. Right, that <laughs> was the only Kiss record in it. But
2: <laughs> I'd say about 75 80 percent of the other stuff is all prog rock. Huh? Yeah. So that was a good score there. Yeah, that's that's great. I'm sure there's another record yeah. that I I would I'm I'm in search of. But
0: I'd love to find uh, Robert Ludwig Led Zeppelin too. I know that that's yeah. that's a popular one. Those have yeah.
2: come in, but they usually always trash. Yeah, going back to 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 trash records. Well, for the
0: most part, a lot of people just you know regular fans don't even know what the hell it is well yeah, yeah.
1: and it's it's one of those things you got to find the the, little the dead edging. wax yeah
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 that's that's probably mine but i same thing happens every time i go to a show or to a record store i have a list of stuff that i want to look for but well, i end up just days. thumbing through yeah. stuff like when we were in here last time i spent 90 dollars <laughs> <laughs> that was appreciated <laughs> yeah you got it like,
1: I've been looking for uh, a good, clean... Co- I mean, there's one thing about finding the record you want. There's another thing about finding finding it clean. Mm-hmm. So I want a clean copy of Jane's Addiction's first album yeah. on Triple X Records, the live album. Mm-hmm. Which, it's just Jane's Addiction. But yeah. It was a very limited release. It, it pops out, but it's not an expensive record. It's just... Hard to find. Yeah. You don't see it a lot. I've never seen it locally.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, God. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to pull my phone out and go through my list. But (laughs) I just, you know, it's hard when you when you just kind of walk into a show like the Crossroads Uh show or like your store here. And it's the same thing it's always been for me. It's kind of a an assault on all your senses and you kind of start you know not thinking straight i don't know maybe it's just me but i stores like this and record stores and record shows are it takes me back to being a teenager and nobody was responsible when they were 13 well and
1: i mean that's the fun thing about going to shows and stores is thumbing through the stuff yes i mean that is that is the blast you might find a needle in the haystack
2: yeah yeah I like it when people come in here and actually they actually do that. They spend hours in here sometimes, or yeah. at least a good chunk of time, just flipping through everything. Yeah. Which you have some people's like, you know, coming in for the latest whatever wrap or whatever. Yeah. just just want one thing or yeah. they just want a Yeah, here it is. And they're out. But when people are in here and they're just flipping and picking and bringing a stack and it's just an eclectic mix of yeah. stuff, yeah. it's like, you did some. I always tell them, like you did some good picking. That's, I, yeah. I noticed. That's that. what I like to see is when someone's in here just digging for records. People selling yeah.
1: records love to look at what you're buying to mm-hmm. say, "Wow, this is a good selection." Like
2: to to. It's good conversation starter too when you see something yeah. oh, you yeah. really like, or just just you see what they buy. Yeah, it just it just well.
0: It, that's that's another thing that's great about the the record show, the crossroads show, especially it's big enough that there's such a like cross section of different people there that, I mean, just seeing the different people and Mm -hmm. like, because we all will do that. We'll be, we'll look at somebody and go, Oh, that guy's probably interested in this or that. And then sometimes you look at what they have and you're like, really? (laughs) I wouldn't have expected that. That's very interesting. I didn't, I wouldn't have taken you for an Elvis 45 collector, (laughs) but um, yeah. So I guess what are some of the other um vinyl centric things we well, can talk about?
1: I mean, you guys know pressing really well. I don't know pressings at all.
2: I really don't. There's Well, so much. you
1: know it a lot better than I do. And Doug knows it pretty well. I'm much.
2: learning every day. Yeah. You know, and I've learned a lot from 'cause Rob does Rob Coyle does a good job of getting the best dealers we can have at that show. Yeah. And I learn from them all the time. You know, just Seeing how they do things and seeing you know, I, I sometimes if I get a record and I don't know much about it, I'll text a picture of it to Rob and he mm-hmm. could tell me right away, especially if it's jazz or something. Uh, so I'm not really good with jazz and yeah. You know, I you think by now or know stuff, but you know, my my I, I'm more in you know the metal stuff I know more about metal see and, and that jazz stuff.
0: stuff is like buried even deeper than most of the yeah. stuff that we yeah. listen to so. well and there's
1: so much stuff to know about records yeah I mean yeah. <laughs> like genres. I said I mean, I've
2: been you know we've all been collecting for years but I've only been doing the shows for you know roughly 10 years but like again I, I, I'm learning all the time yeah you know I've got my go-to guys that know like I said Rob Corley knows his jazz so I get a hold of yeah. him about that you know but Sometimes it's hard to pinpoint what pressing something is. Like, I hate it. It's as weird as it sounds when Beatles records comes in, or like Dark Side of the Moon. It's like because oh there's my God, millions there's and so millions of what them. What pressing yeah. is this? Yeah. What country is this from? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just yeah. so many different labels, and some labels look exactly the same. But there's like a little bit, you know, just one small change on it, or the matrix on the out on, on the on the run out. It's just. Off by like one number is it's, it's. I mean, I, I feel I'm I'm good at it, but there's there's times where it's just like oh.
0: Yeah, and then you start going okay. Up. How much? How many man hours have I put into right? The, right. <laughs> researching right. this, and how much am I going to make off of it? Yeah, I mean,
1: it's like knowing medieval it. pottery or something. <laughs> you got to know, uh-huh. was this made now?
2: But no, I, I feel I'm, I'm I'm, you know, I know enough. To know what pressings are, which pressing it is, but again, there's always something that I, I, I have yeah. no idea what what pressing. There's it is some
0: so much obscure. I guess the big thing that always, every time I'm in a record store, it always strikes me is how much stuff was produced, you know, and ev- it seems like almost everybody got to make a damn record in the seventies or eighties. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a there's a Jim and Tammy Faye Baker record out there. I mean, you know. <laughs> You and just you start there, thinking, right? yeah. Well, I have it. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, no. Steve Janiak got it and uh, <laughs> converted it. So, well, yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> well, and <laughs> I'll share it with and you. And
1: this whole collectible <laughs> thing with music didn't become that big of a thing until what the past twenty years. Yeah. I mean, even
2: the internet kind of.
1: Yeah, the internet really
2: hurt and helped as far as collectability. Like, when I say hurt, uh, something like Leonard Skinner Street Survivors with the burn, the fire yeah. cover. Yeah. It was so hard to find pre-internet. Now, no. you see it pop up a lot. Yeah. So it's, you know, the value is decreased on that.
0: I got the MoFi reissue of that with the original cover.
2: Sound good? Yeah, it sounds
0: great. Sounds great. No, I was just going to mention that, too, because, um, you know, the internet, can give you information that otherwise you would have had to dig through books to find. When it comes to pressings yeah, or what like things being are at
2: worth, record shows. You still got the 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 dealers <laughs> <I> mean, over the <laughs> years. They have the book. Yeah, so and they're, they're looking it up. Yeah, you know, and it's like <laughs> just go to. It's this. like it's right. It's like 2004 <laughs> edition or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's like what are you doing? You, you may you have your phone right here. Just, <laughs> you
0: may need to add a couple shekels to that. That's from 2000. <laughs> right. Yeah, things are different now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well
2: it and, books for this amount. Like,
1: <laughs> and the thing about, be prior to the internet, finding out about bands, I mean, half the time I was buying albums because I liked the cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Or there was an ad in, like, uh, I know IRS used to have la- ads on their labels also for sale. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In
1: the... Inner Jacket label. Yeah, the slipcovers. Yeah. yeah, the slipcovers. You know, also had
0: like all the jazz. Also, it seems available. like all the jazz records did that. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing, but it's good to hear that the that the business is still doing well. Yes, I'm, I'm yes. expecting. I keep expecting this this wave to start cresting, and it just.
2: We talk about that a lot, like at the record shows, a lot of the dealers. Yeah. that like the last record show, oh, I mean, sorry. it's okay. Um, yeah, you know, we mentioned before that it yeah. wasn't as good as the. the christmas show before yeah it's like do we, do we kind of see maybe starting to climb because people you know there's there's the collectors that come to the record show then there's the people that come that just want the budget records yeah they're not they look at a 200 record it's like why is that 200 dollars? Yeah. and want these all are, the are all a dollar you know? i want <laughs> all the two dollar yeah. records i mean we welcome any yeah. type of people yeah. that are buying records to come into you know yeah any of the karma locations or just support local independent record stores in general right you know can't really say they're a dying breed anymore but no. they could still always use your support whatever area you live yeah, in. yeah absolutely or go to a record show in your town like crossroads yeah. music show
0: i <laughs> or <you> know, <laughs> i like uh i like both i like more collectible stuff that's harder to find mm-hmm. but i also like finding you know records that are in decent shape for a decent price i mean yeah. you, i
2: mean you we can... sell i mean there's people down there those are all dollar records and there's a bunch of dollar records over there i mean it's, there's a, there's a couple of kids that come in and they just bring stacks of records up to a, to the counter. I'm like, you, know, you always want to look at the condition of those. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they ha- may have some scratches on them. Yeah. you know, sometimes not. But whenever you buy you use, you always want to look at the condition of it. But it's like, oh, that's, that's okay. It's only a dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, so if that's going, if that's their entry level, how they're going to start collecting records and then work their way up.
0: Yeah, I thought of cool. a I thought of a record I'd like to have. I'd like to have an original Paul's Boutique. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Oh.
2: I had one. I found it for like a dollar at the first store. This is where yeah. like, I don't know, ninety seven or ninety eight, and it it was scratched. Yeah, all the hell I played it, you know, forever. Then I eventually just sold it, and I'm yeah. just thinking, it's like, man, maybe we should have kept on to it. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, I but mean, th-
2: that's a great album. That's an expensive album to make nowadays. Yeah. Oh, All those totally. samples on there. Oh. I have.
0: I just, somebody just sent me like a week and a half ago. Like a link to all the samples? All the yeah. sample it, it, yeah. <laughs> it matches each sample as they had it to the original one. I'll send that to you.
2: There's a website called Who Sampled Who that yeah. all the hip-hop songs have, have samples in it. Yeah,
0: Interestingly enough, the most heavily sampled artist in hip-hop is Billy Squire. Believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Why? From, from Tales of the Tape stuff. Through Big Beat, through s- The Stroke, just the drum mm. samples or any of that stuff. Yeah, he apparently makes a freaking fortune. Interesting. That's yeah. why we haven't seen him for a while. Yeah. Supposedly, he's going to be touring in 2020, too. I'm a huge Billy Squire fan, mm. so, yeah. So, you wouldn't know that? Well, <laughs> all, I also know that every time I go to New York City, I make a trip to Central Park because he volunteers as, like, a, a landscaper in Central Park. Huh.
2: Have you ever run into him? I haven't, but and I'm always here. I'm always
0: looking at those folks going. <laughs> Are you Billy?" <doing? laughs> yeah. Would you recognize him now as he? Probably his not. Appearance? I probably not. Well, he's probably the one that's, you know, doing the landscaping and dancing around, tearing his shirt off, <laughs>
2: <laughs> or wearing his pink. Drop down. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, th- you feel that like ruined his career in that video? I. You
0: know what? Oh. Everybody says that it did, but.
2: Uh. He didn't really hear much from him after that video. <laughs> no, I mean here and there you did. Uh, I don't know. Maybe for a Billy Squire fan, but it's for the general music listener that doesn't really follow Billy Squire yeah, kind of like, where did, yeah, where did he go? He's, He's off
0: dancing somewhere. Now. That was so, a, that was a bad choice. So we're the closing
1: part. out a decade. What's the record of this decade <sighs> from There's 2000 a... to 2010?
0: Like, like recorded and put out in this decade? Yeah. Oh God, huh?
2: That's a tough choice. You stumped us. What's yours? Well, we think Ooh,
1: I, he doesn't again, have an answer. I, I, I just like throwing fire into the or wood into the fire. Yeah,
0: uh, man.
1: You know something I heard the other day on NPR because they do a bunch of year-end reviews, mm-hmm. and I absolutely love it. It's not in my genre at all. Lizzo. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my gosh! And she makes some really fun music videos yeah yeah and she's not a rock artist or a music not artist that i mean she fits she's just fun
0: yeah yeah she's she's cool man the record of the decade though
2: i can't i i, mean, I would assume with me in a couple of weeks cause yeah. I,
0: <laughs> I would it's, assume if you're talking about sales adele would have to be up there like that last that, that, would, that yeah. last adele record which was what 2016 2015 that would have to be up there. Well, we're not even talking sales. We're right. talking
1: what you think the best record. It's like saying the best record of the de- or the yeah. best movie of the decade. Well,
0: for me, I know that like as far as contemporary music, I mean, I have older groups that I'm a huge fan of, but like contemporary acts like it pop in the pop world, I'm totally out of touch with. And if I didn't listen to Sirius XM 106 all the time, I, I I would to that every day. Yeah, I would be completely out of touch.
2: Eddie Trunk had, that's what he was talking about yesterday, like, concert of the year, album of the year, album yeah. of the decade, yeah, concert yeah. of the decade.
1: And what, were, what was theirs?
2: Eddie Trunk's album of the decade, I think it was like... It was Feral uh, Roots. Alter Bridge. No, no. It was Feral... I think Feral. that was, was that this of the year or the decade? Because I know Alter Bridge have one been. selection in... And, um, yeah, not the last Alter Bridge record, Sons but the one before
0: that. But that Rival Sons was his album of the year, Feral Roots. That's a great. That's a great band. That's another one I don't. They're just, just basic, you just, know, just basic rock. rock you know? Yeah, and the dude can sing. He, yeah. he's a great singer. He always singer.
2: mentions how he's J. Buchanan, I think yeah, is his name. J. Buchanan, yeah, yeah, the best singer out there. He always plugs the Struts a lot too. Yeah. Um, back to your question, I.
1: I mean, for I really me, it'd probably know. be a probably be a spoon record.
0: Just hmm. your favorite?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, because I'm just trying to think. What are some? Of...
2: It's just trying to think of. I mean, as much as I'm around music, you think I would, I would mm-hmm. be able to find something or think of something, but yeah, just trying to think. It's that, it's hard that, to, that, is, to is, narrow is the decade? focus.
0: Yeah, that's
1: the the most difficult thing to do.
0: It certainly is. Well. We can certainly do another show some other time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, it's not in, in another ten years. <laughs> <laughs> between your, yeah,
2: because we're our work schedules and what being sick for a couple of weeks and Christmas. Yeah, it just it finally came together. No, it's time,
0: awesome so. to sit down and talk. I mean, we yeah. literally could sit down. I mean, we the, could talk the, about Ki- Doug and I could talk about Kiss for as long as it the could the be a couple goes. of shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right but that's not the topic of this show no but, but um it is a topic i could talk i guess forever.
0: i guess a good way to to wrap up is how do you see so we're at the end of the decade now how do you see the next decade as far as is vinyl and and uh the the music industry going put on look I, into your crystal ball <laughs>
2: With a crystal pipe, yeah, <laughs> right in front of me. Water pipe. Water pipe, <laughs> exactly. I think it's it's it'll still be. I think I think vinyl will continue to. Well, this year, you know, vinyl outsold CDs for the first time since '84. I think that's the reports, right? I, th- it's I think it's something what like, that. and I, I think it outsold. I think it's just judging also. Yeah. yeah. Just judging from Christmas sales and all these new faces that we mentioned earlier of coming in, buying records now because they got to turn it up for Christmas, I think vinyl is just going to continue going up. and people are going to get sick of, going to realize that just uh, compressed digital mm-hmm. on their phone, it's not going to, it just it, doesn't sound right. It's certainly well, not and the same. if
1: if people want to own music, they don't want to own digital. Because now they can buy music services and they have access to everything. Mm -hmm. So if you want to buy music, you want it to be significant. And we haven't even got into album art, which is a whole nother thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's why albums are much more fun than CDs because there's, I mean, even though it's tactile, the the CD can have the same art. It's not the same.
0: No, no.
2: It's true, yeah. <laughs> well, we mentioned, like you said, album art. We, you know, we briefly mentioned Destroyer and News of the World earlier. Yeah, we could, yeah, we could do another. I mean, talk about album art, uh, another show. But
0: we kind of free formed this. Yeah, as, yeah, as long sorry. as we talked about doing this, we <laughs> didn't really prepare.
2: <laughs> but
0: it, you know, that's okay. Uh, I, as often as you want to sit down and talk, we're definitely. Willing to do it. What would be cool would be to do this from the record show. Yeah. And talk and just have different you're people come welcome. up for
2: five or ten minutes each. Yeah, and we just, just grab people yeah. And yeah, you're you're more than welcome to do that. That would be Yeah. Very, very cool. Crossman's music show is the music show he's talking about yeah. by the way. <laughs> Next one in April. Fifteenth. Yes, April I believe it's fifteenth or sixteenth. Yeah. Me, I could tell you. Let me look at my, my calendar here. But um before we wrap up 18th. April nineteenth. 19th. Nineteenth, 19th. 19th. Yes. Okay. the nineteenth. That's okay. the date.
0: April 19th, Crossroads Music Show. You never know. And that's a we'll
2: Columbus 71st and Keystone.
0: Bar opens at noon. Taxes will be passed. So. Yeah. Hey.
2: Bar opens at noon. Good yeah. point. Yeah. You'll have
1: know, your refund.
2: Colts yeah. won't. The season hasn't. The Colts didn't play. That's in the table. No. The Colts yeah. do not have to worry about the Colts. Right. Maybe the Pacers in the be playoffs, talking about the Pacers playoffs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. John's. We're on camera, right? Maybe. Doug's hey. got a record store to <laughs> run. John's got to go r- work the Pacers game.
2: <laughs> Karma Records, 3802 North High School Road. And uh, I don't have anything to do. Two other locations. East Washington Post Road, the oldest car in the state. Wow. Here we are. Since nineteen seventy two. It's incredible. And eighty six in Michigan Road for all your records and music needs and other things. Incent needs. Incent. <laughs> Incent.
0: <laughs> well, we so. want to thank you for inviting us in, talking to us next thank time. Thanks
2: for having me. Thanks, Doug.
0: We will uh, this is Jason. This is John. And we'll see you next time around. And I'm Doug. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is Doug. I'm Jason. I'm John. We'll see you next time around.